Hi everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Mike McLeod, and I am the owner of Solve CrossFit. This podcast, along with my coaching practice, aims to help busy adults such as yourselves tackle your health and fitness goals, no matter what they might be. Hey folks, today we're going to be talking about fueling your kids, what to feed your children on either, you know, a couple of hours before a big game or maybe before a training session, but to be honest, even just for life. Now, back in my day before a football match, my mum's go-to lunch or pre-game meal for me was always a big bowl of tuna pasta. Now, thankfully, nutrition research has come a long way since those days, and although she wasn't actually totally off with her ideas behind the meal, It's worth knowing as a parent that there are now way better strategies and principles that could give your child a competitive edge come game day, for example. It's probably useful to also note that everything I'm about to share with you in regards to your child's nutrition isn't and shouldn't be limited to game day alone. Most of the things we're going to be talking about today can be and should be implemented in your child's diet regularly. So... I guess the first thing to do is like before we we decide on exactly what to feed your child, you need to really test your current game day meals and snacks before deciding what is best. Okay, so if you do decide to kind of start something new from today and obviously after listening to today's podcast, what you really need to do is that you need to make sure that you're not testing this out for the first time before a game day. Um, I would probably recommend, you know, testing it out before a training session or something like that to, to make sure that your kid doesn't have a bad Uh, session when you've obviously implemented something new or or different so the goal for understanding what to eat before a match for example is really to figure out what is going to work best for your child and their performance on game day you should never try something new on game day everyone is different and therefore will tolerate certain foods differently you should use training days to experiment as i said with pre-training meals or snacks beverages to find out what your child responds best to as well as what they don't respond well on okay so a bit of experiment is needed Come game day, these experiments will pay off. You're looking for noticeable improvements in stamina, energy, alertness, and even just feeling, okay? Mood is a really good indicator of whether or not a food is actually working for somebody. There's always that saying, right? Food is mood. When a diet is dialed in, it is not just physical markers that improve, such as energy and stamina, even tenacity, but cognitive function, alertness, can also drastically improve all of which are important factors, particularly on a game day. The next thing is hydration. Let's look at hydration. And hydration is key. The best thing you can do for your child on game day is start the day off with a glass of cold water. You really should be limiting their intake of caffeinated drinks, like energy drinks such as Lucozades, Gatorades, Monsters, etc. These drinks do not improve sports performance and can actually have a negative impact on performance. Hydration can be a complicated thing. More recent research suggests that elevated levels of salt in our diet has a greater impact on our ability to stay hydrated. So it'd be worth adding, for example, additional rock salts to foods or even adding salt through supplementation to boost hydration levels pre, during and post games or training, for example. The next thing really is that we need to understand, for example, the the role that carbohydrates play in sport. Carbohydrates are essential, energy source for the brain, red blood cells, muscles during moderate to high intensity exercise. The body stores, the body's stores of carbohydrates are limited, so it is necessary to consume enough carbohydrates daily, as well as just before exercise. Your carbohydrate selections are important though. Each person is going to, is usually sort of tolerates carb selections very, very differently, so you need to experiment. 
Slow-release carbs, for example, need to be eaten around two to three hours before a game, and fast-release carbohydrates can be consumed a little bit closer to a game. But again, these should be measured precisely as they are easier to overeat. With all that being said, the best source of carbohydrates for you and your children are going to be whole food carbohydrates. Think green, leafy vegetables, local or exotic fruits. Yes, you can eat bread, rice, pasta, again, but these things should be weighed and measured for best results. Like I said earlier, my mum's go-to was a big bowl of pasta. And whilst the idea was great, you know, carbohydrates means energy. In terms of the quantities that I was maybe eating, it might not have been the best for me come game day. So here's a few examples of what you could experiment with um, on, on a game day. So let's imagine a scenario that your child has a football match or a gymnastics meet at 3 p.m. Okay, so we're dealing, we're dealing with the late afternoon here. A breakfast idea. Let's say we're going to aim for about an 8 o'clock in the morning breakfast. We want to get adequate amounts of protein, fats, and carbs in our first meal of the day. So the first thing we're really going to do is maybe go for two to three eggs, half an avocado, maybe a slice or two slices of nut butter toast, maybe half an apple, a handful of blueberries, salt and pepper for the seasoning, and maybe a whole cup of water. Now that's quite a big breakfast. It's quite a big feed. So again, I'm probably maybe directing this more towards maybe like a male athlete or something like that um on the side of that and again if you want if you need that same recipe but for more of a female then again you can probably go ahead and just take away about 25 percent of those ingredients so rather than two to three eggs it's one to two eggs rather than half an avocado it's a quarter of an avocado now i'm not simply um saying that females are just simply a um you know require slightly less than a man but in terms of like body size um, energy expenditure throughout the day and then just kind of calorie calorie needs that's typically just a good rule of thumb to go by so next another example of that is uh is greek yogurt blueberries strawberries almond flakes sprinkle of trail mix for example maybe even one to two boiled eggs on the side with a cup of water we still want to have a good amount of protein in the body greek yogurt tends to kind of come with a little bit of fat in there as well um, although i would consider it a protein another example could be porridge oats whole fat milk protein powder on top of that maybe some nuts and seeds, handful of blueberries, and again, a cup of water, okay? So the idea is that we're so far out from our game by the end of the day, like this is where we want to get um, a lot of whole foods in because they're going to be quite high in, in micronutrients. And also we've got the time to really kind of digest them, right? We're not worried about feeling full or kind of having to digest anything before a game as quickly as possible here. We can really kind of load up on the good stuff around that eight o'clock to nine o'clock kind of uh, mark. Then what do you do around 10, 30, 11 o'clock when, you, when you're getting kind of hungry? Well, snack ideas, really, really simple things. Half an apple, two teaspoons of a nut butter or something. Bit of water again to wash it down. Maybe a boiled egg, teaspoon of nut butter on top of that. Half a cucumber, for example. Protein shake, add some fruits and veggies, make it a smoothie, you can mix it up, right? Again, really the focus here is because we're so far out from the game, we can, again, get a little bit more kind of whole food selections in there. We want things that are gonna keep us fuller for longer. And that's a great way to do that. So whole food selections are definitely a, uh, a go-to. Lunch ideas, again, this is probably where we want to maybe then start thinking about measuring a little bit more because we're getting closer to the game now. And so what we don't want to risk is feeling full, lethargic, or giving our body too many things to focus on or too many things to do before we go into that high-intensity exercise. So let's say we're going to have lunch between 12 and 1. We probably want maybe a, a measured amount of pasta or again ink insert carbohydrate here maybe a little bit of rice but again this should be measured and how i want you to measure it is that you can take your hand 
and like you need to take your child's hand not your hand take your child's hand and give it a sort of make them sort of cup their hand a little bit you want one to two cups of let's say we're using pasta you want one to two cupped hands of that that's your measurement it's a universal measurement it's perfect for their body which is again unique and individual that's a great serving of carbohydrates so again if you want to do rice pasta bread you take their hand you make them do a half cupped kind of uh, motion with the hand and that's a great way of measuring it pair that with some chicken breast maybe two to three fistfuls so again take your hand make a fist and that's how many kind of fruits and vegetables you want um, and then you've got yourself a perfectly measured meal that isn't going to be too difficult for your child to digest between now and the game now that's a lot of food up until this point and if they're still hungry after that 2 two thirty type thing you know just before they start to go and warm up there are some pre-game snacks um that i've found that have actually kind of massively helped me even just in the gym with my performance and things um you know if i've got like a heavy lifting session on the day or something like that one of the things that i found really beneficial about half an hour before um, maybe a game or, or something that I, you know, I want to do well at in terms of my performance is actually just a single shot of espresso, um, maybe a little bit of water, and then maybe even just a quick handful of fruit kind of thing, right? Um, sometimes it's maybe a homemade fruit nut bar, right? Just half, again, something measured. Uh, another thing that's really good is just one slice of toast with, the, with again, a nut butter on it. Um, or even just some hummus with a whole grain cracker. It doesn't need to be a big amount of anything at this point. Some people, if you look at like the endurance world, some people even go for, you know, a couple of jelly babies kind of thing. I wouldn't necessarily recommend those. But what we're trying to do really here is just kind of give, uh, you know, try and get some caffeine into the body or a little bit of sugar just to kind of make us feel that a little bit of alertness um, that is that's kind of, you know, makes you feel a bit sharp just before going into a game. Now, post-game or match or, again, within 30 minutes of finishing intense exercise, the goal here is really just to replenish essential minerals that have been lost through exercise. So this is where you want to get some protein, some fats, and some carbohydrates in, again, within about 30 to 45 minutes of finishing exercising. Now, there's a lot of, um, I guess, uncertainty around the research with, you know, you'd have probably heard about that kind of post-workout window where you've got to get as much protein in as possible to make sure everything was worth it. It's like, it doesn't really exist. The research doesn't really showcase how, how important that is because, again, every human being is very, very unique and different. So, um, for example, if, if I decide to consume, let's say we try and go for 20 grams of protein straight after um, exercise, if somebody who is fitter or less fit than me and they try and do the same thing, we might have a very different response or result from doing that. I might only, you know, for example, actually take on about 16 grams of the 20 grams that I've put into my body just through the fact that um, maybe I've overhydrated and maybe that I need to, you know, maybe I need to go for a wee a little bit sooner rather than the person next to me, for example. So you need to take it with a bit of a pinch of salt, which is why we experiment. It's why it's an individual thing. So again, just some post-game snacks, some ideas of like, yeah, protein shakes. Again, add some fruits and vegetables. That's probably the best way to do it, I think. Get get a smoothie in. It's just easy, easy to consume once you finish exercise. You might not want to eat a whole meal or your kid might not want to eat a meal. Um, so getting a shake in is just really simple. Uh, banana with almond butter or peanut butter or something like that. Greek yogurt topped with granola or fruit. Even just chocolate milk, sometimes that can be a really good recovery a recovery aid, homemade protein bar, you can do whatever you want at this point, all right? 
All in all, and as I said in the beginning of this article, there isn't really any rocket science in getting the most from your food, right? The key things for you to kind of remember, and this is the part that really applies into kind of life, is that your food should mostly be whole foods anyway. So foods you can find, catch, grow, pick, or kill, these are located within the first three aisles of every supermarket. So if you're still not 100% sure of what whole food is, honestly, you like as soon as you start seeing ready meals or things with ingredients lists on them, you're not in the whole food section anymore, okay? So it's really simple. You can actually do most of your shopping within the first three hours of any supermarket. You need a balance on the plate. So you need fats, you need carbohydrates, and you need protein all on the same plate. A good rule of thumb that we've had a lot of success with is around about 40% of your plate coming from carbohydrates. That's your fruits, your vegetables, and then obviously your slightly higher starchy carbohydrates like rices and pastas they need to account for about 40% on your plate. And a good idea of that 40% is again about 60% coming from your vegetables and about and 40% coming from your higher starchy carbs. Then you need 30% of your plate to look like protein. So again, maybe like a meat sauce or something like that. And then 30% also needs to be coming from a fat source. Fats are brain food. You need to eat whole source fats. They are essential. Drink water right you need to drink plenty of water throughout the day and then of course you need to experiment with all of the above everything that we've talked about today right um, and you need to document your findings you want to maybe even write a diary of you know get ask your kids after games hey how did the food make you feel today do you feel like it made you any more energetic less energetic how alert do you feel did uh, their coaches or teachers kind of notice that in the last few days they've been um, you know, less drowsy in a class, for example. Have you? Do they notice that there's, a, there's a, an improvement on performance? You actually need to have tangible evidence to find out whether or not your efforts are actually worth kind of going through, or, or make, you know, just to really kind of assess the um, the effectiveness of those things. So, team, I hope that helps today, right? Um, and as always, if you're interested in working with our nutrition coaches, then obviously reach out to us. You can book a no sweat intro, you can visit our nutrition coaching page on our website, or you can simply just book a nutrition triage and really kind of find out what's going on underneath the hood um, in your lifestyles and things like that. But again, the biggest takeaway today from, from this team is that, you know, whatever we've talked about today doesn't have to be just confined to a game day or just before training. You're, you need to feed your children whole foods at the end of the day. You need to limit their sugar intake you need to limit their their um, you know caffeinated drink intake and you have to get them learning and and prioritizing a healthy lifestyle if you want them to be successful most people send their kids to university for example with a load of pasta and a load of uh, oven easy you know easy easy oven meals to to bake and make so they don't have to think and all they end up doing is they drink themselves to death at university, they eat terrible food, and they set themselves up for a lifetime of struggling with their health and fitness. And you as a parent have a responsibility to change that for your child. So I hope that's what we, we get from uh, this podcast. I hope that's what you managed to take action on. And again, if you liked anything today or you like anything on the podcast, please hit subscribe, maybe share it, give us a review, let us know that you are listening and that you like the content that we're giving out so that I can decide to do it even more for you. Awesome. Hope you have a great day. Thanks.